Hey everyone, welcome back to the Crystalline Network presented by Our Mother's Crystals. I am Dana, your host, and you guys, the most highly anticipated episode is finally here. We are going to be talking about human design today with Erica from Guided Place. And Erica is a an expert when it comes to diving deep into human design and what it is. So if you are wanting to learn more about yourself, maybe you're already into the zodiacs and astrology and the I Ching or things of that nature, the human design incorporates a bunch of different modalities into one. And when I had my reading with Erica, I literally felt like my soul had been seen. It really made sense on why I am the way I am, my soul purpose, and how I express myself in daily life, and um, what gives me life and energy and joy. And you will learn so much about yourself through human design. I am a big proponent on it and diving deeper for your own well being and how to live a more enriched life after you understand what your human design is and what your chart looks like. I also just want to take a quick moment and give a side note on those who are interested in purchasing crystals or metaphysical supplies from us. You guys are always asking me this, especially if you're new here. So we actually have a mega three day live event coming up on our Instagram channel at Our Mother's Crystals. It is going to be February 24th, 25th, and 26th. And we are going to be going live three days in a row so you can purchase crystal babies and metaphysical supplies and learn about your crystals at the same time live with me, Doug, and Mama Pam. We will also have a story sell that Thursday before on the 23rd, and that will last 24 hours in our story section on Our Mother's Crystals. So I just invite you guys to come on over and join us. It's a lot of fun. And again, that's on our Instagram at Our Mother's Crystals. If you are loving what we've been offering here and you are excited about this episode, go ahead and share it with a spiritual friend or a crystal bestie that will probably just love learning about their human design. We're going to dive into the different types with Miss Erica. And I do want to say that Erica is such a bright shining light in the community here. And you are able to pick up on that in the YouTube video or just by listening on the podcast. She is like big mama bear energy. And it's like, I just want to get wrapped up in a hug with her. And she's able to present human design in a way that is extremely easy to understand because it does get really, really deep. So if you're wanting to learn maybe just your type in human design, this is going to be the episode for you. So here we go, guys. Let's get into it and enjoy. And don't forget to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel and leave us a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. I love you all so much and enjoy this one. Welcome to the Crystalline Network, presented by Our Mother's Crystals. This is a safe place for all those who wonder and wander about crystals, spirituality, all things metaphysical. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Crystalline Network, presented by Our Mother's Crystals. I am Dana, your host, and as you can see today, we are joined by an amazing woman. This is Erica from The Guided Place. And she offers so much for our expanded spiritual journeys. 
Erica, I'm just going to list off the things that you do <laughs> and then we're going to jump into it because we have so much to talk about today. This has been probably the most highly anticipated episode. So once I announced that we were having a human design expert and reader come on, everybody lost their minds, <laughs> including me. So we are glad you are here. Welcome. Thank you. Yeah. So you do human design sessions. You do aura. You're an aura soma practitioner, which mm -hmm. is so freaking cool. I cannot wait to wait to talk to you about that too. You're a certified color light therapist, and then you're also a Reiki practitioner, which you hold that in common with all of our spectacular guests. I, I find it so amazing still to this day that all of the people that I've had on, all of them Reiki practitioners. I'm so not surprised. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. It's sort of like the start of it, right? It is for me. I always call it the gateway. Mm -hmm. It's the gateway to all these other spiritual things that we get into along the yeah. way. I do want to first... Um, talk to you about just your spiritual journey, just kind of like how you gradually, um, you might call it gradual, or maybe I'm, I'm projecting that onto you, but your spiritual awakening and how you went from what you were doing into really what you do now, you know, in your practice, the guided place, which is a place to come home, which mm -hmm. I, I love that you call it that because I definitely, after I had my human design reading with you, I felt like I'd came home to myself. Oh, that's yeah. the goal. <laughs> yeah, and, and I, we're going to get into that, guys. But seriously, like the words that you use to describe your business and what you do definitely resonates with me, and I experienced that. So you had a an experience in third grade where you saw an angel, mm -hmm. and then you ended up moving to Chicago in 2009. Mm -hmm. Is that right? And then um, you wanted to be a casting director. But then while you were there, you also studied at the Envision Psychic Medium School. <laughs> so a lot of things that have transpired within your lifetime. Do you care to touch on that and just speak on like your, your own personal journey? Because typically when we do this, it always resonates with someone that's watching yeah, or listening. I mean, I think to, if I were thinking about the unfolding of spirituality for me and where that really stems from, I think I very much have to always say that the foundation came from my mom. Um, oh, my mom, uh, yeah, she's just incredible and always sort of trafficked in the deeper mysteries of life. Yeah. And so really growing up that way and having that accessible to me was, yeah. um, you know, really impactful. Not everyone grows up going to biofeedback and psychics and Reiki, right? Um, I'm so jealous of you right now. <laughs> what an incredible way to grow up. Yeah. And so my dad was Roman Catholic. My mom was, a, you know, I don't know what we'd say, I guess, more like of metaphysical faith. Yeah. You know, she studied at the Met um, School of Metaphysics. Um, so that was very much part of my upbringing. And then um, when I had the experience in third grade, which is really weird because I have a daughter who's in second grade now. I'm just thinking about how young she is yeah. and thinking about how young I was when that happened. Um but I, I was having a hard time, you know, um, and I think now I can make the connection to why maybe I was feeling so sad or so depressed Aww. at that time, you know, connecting the dots, you know, experiencing trauma and the triggers and not knowing or having language or tools to, to handle those things. Totally. Um, and I remember just being sort of like curled up on my end of my bed almost like a turtle like making a turtle shell yeah, protection yeah right mm -hmm. and just I remember weeping like just such great sadness 
and in I, third grade third grade yeah so you're like nine you know <laughs> and like little tiny old Erica is like a little turtle on her um bed and I remember feeling first like the sort of like warmth and the heat um that was enough that made me turn around and then just seeing you know an incredible light um I could definitely make out a face and sort of um wow garments um but honestly what happened was this sort of transmission of and this uh, always almost brings me to tears but like the transmission of unconditional love that we Mm. have um access to from source and you got to feel that in third grade as a nine-year-old and just the crazy scary like you know you know i i mean i remember not being scared i remember being Mm -hmm. in awe Mm -hmm. and i remember feeling really like safe and that's how you knew it was angelic yes energy. yes and definitely presented in a way that made me feel comfortable as a child and i remember telling my parents and i remember just you know <laughs> kind of being like what do we do with this you know were they on board with it were yeah they like yeah you did see that they didn't just discard it no you know they didn't say oh no it's you know that no. didn't happen or... and including my dad which you know a lot of roman catholic is you know angels and yes. saints and yeah. um so you know i think they both saw it as a gift and something beautiful and they didn't make me like shut it down by any means um but growing up and watching my mom sort of express herself in these ways and really clearly not everyone um being receptive you had a beautiful role model in your mother yeah but i also as a child was very attuned to the fact that people were eye rolling people didn't (gasps) Mm -hmm. you know like there was a resistance to what she wanted to share not that she was proselytizing by any means but i definitely grew up being like ah oh wait we're there's a difference here Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so i think that's where i started to like let's just pack away the weird (laughs) You know oh, I mean? okay. So, yeah. because it was easier to just express myself only in the places that felt safe. And right? I honestly think so many people will relate to that. Yeah. In the community. Because, you know, especially pre-teen, teen, like you just want to fit in, you yeah. know? Um, yeah. So you're not talking about the angel face. Of course. Of course. <laughs> um, but I think I was able to access that point again once I was um, after college and in Chicago. And I've been having experiences because I was working as a casting professional. And at that time, you know, you're just um, experiencing. Which is such a cool job. Yeah. I love like that. It. I mean, like, I don't think I've ever met anyone that has done what you do. Yeah. So oh, cool. It so <laughs> It was, um, it, I, I absolutely loved the career, you know, I, yeah. I, I'm also a person that I think I could be really happy doing anything. Um, I can see that in you. Yeah. Definitely. That like, um, but it was such a fun career and I loved the community. Theater yeah. community is just so rich. Yeah. And, um, I think I really, you know, loved that, but also seeing like person after person after person mm-hmm. bring their energy to something morph it into something else mm-hmm. and then watch yeah. the dynamics that play energetically right yeah. so i was more fascinated by just like watching a, <laughs> watching the person than maybe like are they right for the role right so eventually i found myself lost in people's energies a lot and oh so that's what gosh. really brought me into like okay well maybe we should formalize some of this training so that's when i studied at the envision school and I believe it's maybe still around online, okay. um, but it used to actually be in person in Chicago. So cool. You got yeah. to go to freaking mm-hmm. psychic medium school. Yeah, it was really cool. <laughs> and I particularly studied um, uh, meditation and energy healing at that point oh, in time. Oh, love that. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, 
you know, Christopher Rhodes was, which he was an incredible teacher there and just really started to build sort of the foundation or the formal foundation for me to uh, express myself in that way. Yeah. And I found even, you know, I was bringing in energy arts into the casting room. I was teaching this class called the centered actor because I was really, you know, helping to build sovereignty instead yeah. of giving their power away to these dynamics. Totally. Um, and as an actor and actress, you are doing that. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of it is like, you know, we try so much um to control right and control what you can't control makes no sense and it's a waste of sort of the energy um so I would help them understand like how to hold center right which is very energetic way of talking about what we are doing but just kind of disguised in (laughs) in business advice or casting this is amazing yeah so it was fun and so how so when you you got done with school and then you're what transpired of you leaving Chicago and then mm, yeah. getting into human design and then the, the other things that you provide? Absolutely. I, you know, Chicago was really good to me and I loved it and it was amazing. I do love Chicago. Yeah. I mean, once. it's fun, you know, yeah. but I was definitely um, hitting that stage of life that felt like home was calling or that Ooh. winds were just like something okay. was shifting. And trusting that. Yeah. Which was scary to trust it, to be honest. And I was kind of like, you know, I was at the top of the top for what I was doing. I was at an incredible um, institution. So leaving didn't feel like the natural option. It felt like something being called, right? I am so happy you just said that because how many of you listening right now or viewing this right now are staying somewhere because it's safe? Yes. Right, but you're not heeding the call mm-hmm. or the truth that is inside you. Yeah. People thought I was crazy. They're like, right. "Why would you do this? Why would you leave? You're right, this is, you're right at the pinnacle of what you've always wanted." Oh my! But gosh. I was there, and it didn't feel like I thought mm. it would feel right. Yeah. I was like, "Wow, I, I mean, this is great, but something it's like is I've, missing." I've made it right. But yeah, something is missing. I've checked this box off somehow, and I didn't realize I had checked it off. So it was like you know when you recognize suddenly, like, did I did I squeeze a lemon dry and then not realize it? You know? Yeah. Um. So we kind of left it up to like we do <laughs> the universe, where my husband and I were like, okay, well, whoever. Um, really engages with something that might take us away. It was kind of like a make us move experience, right? Um, And I happened upon an opportunity that was in Louisville that then just made a lot of sense. Um, And so happy you're here. (laughs) And so I I actually worked as a director of operations for um, a startup for a company that was like curating um, experiences for women. And again, finding the community, right? That all felt good. And it allowed us to come here and expand our family. And and, it was just the next step on your journey. Yeah. And support, right? I was here with, you know, mom and dad and sisters and tons of cousins where like we're just on our own in Chicago. Um, So that's what drew me home. But really, underneath all that was yeah. what was to unfold, which what, was, you tell know. Tell me about that. <laughs> which is essentially, you know, being called to step into my wisdom, step into my gifts. Beautiful. Because, you know, studying, I was able to study human design. I was able to study Orisoma because of the support that my job was offering me. 
Um, and I was able to sort of continue the way I had been doing, which was like always expressing myself on the side, right? Okay. Yeah. Which always felt safe. You have a nice yep. career, you have a salary, you're yep. doing work you love and you're expressing yourself on the side, which I thought was enough. Instead of stepping into it and doing it full time as your, you know, your offerings yeah. all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, I it was, was safer. crumbing it, right? Still safe. Yes. safe. Yes. But what happened was, um... I remember feeling like, oh, I want to launch this in a more formal way. So in, uh, I guess it would have been November 2020, um, I launched Guided Place. And um, again, it was just going to be on the side. Yeah. And by January, that next following year, so 2021, my, my company closed. Oh and so, my god! Yeah, so then my husband was like, "Well, you already launched Guided Place. Why don't you just continue play there for yeah. a little bit? And like, you've been, you've been working since you're 15. Why don't you just like yeah. express yourself?" And then here we are. Oh my gosh! So yeah. Universe literally set you up mm-hmm. from Chicago to moving back here. If you look back on it in a beautiful way of. It gave you time when you were in Chicago to start learning mm-hmm. and to start expanding and to start expressing. Then when you get to Louisville, you are actually kind of like the universe closed that door in that other job to say, we're ready for you. We yeah. are ready for you to step out in your power. And you were smart enough to to heed the call <laughs> and to listen to it. it it's just yeah, beautiful. Yeah, I don't want like, to paint that there wasn't panic. You know, like course, I definitely was yeah. like, how is this going to work? I had, I had a salary. Now I don't, right? Yeah. Um, and what I have learned is when we cultivate the experience of trust, that's what builds faith. And that mm-hmm. is that dynamic, that universal dynamic, that dance that we're all in mm-hmm. with creating with the universe. Yeah. So the more that I was able to be like, okay, I trust that I'm here, that you've pulled the rug out from underneath me, that we are stepping into this space and I and I trust that I'll be held. It's all about trust. Yeah. yeah. You know, and over and over, universe. just like yeah. accepting, okay, well, it's shown me once again. And I still, right. I mean, every month I still am just like... Uh, I don't know how I paid my bills this month. It's amazing. You know what I mean? You're the like, universe has your back, baby. Right? Yeah. You're it's showing you the faith. This is why I always say when you show up for spirit, spirit will show up for you. Yeah. I'm a big, big believer in that. And I think this is just a beautiful example mm-hmm. of that playing out in real time via your life. I want to talk about Orisoma. Mm-hmm. Before we get into human design, guys, I want you guys to know what Orisoma is because I had never heard of it before and I want you to know that Erica offers it. So this is another modality that you can contact her for and it's really super cool. So Orisoma is like a color language reading. You are Mm -hmm. receiving soul messages. I want to say, because I'm going to give you props here, girl, okay? (laughs) Only 43 practitioners in the world do this. In the U.S., Oh, uh, oh, there's a lot in the world. Okay, sorry, the in the U.S. Okay, my, yes. my apologies. In the United States, still, that's incredible. Thank you. And you are the only one that does it in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. So, guys, let that sink in. This is very specialized. Tell me a little bit about Orsoma and what it is, just very briefly, and then we'll get into yeah. human design. It's a modality that comes from England. Um, Vicki Wall created it. And um, like you said, where it's like a color rating, think of it as like the language of color Mm-hmm. is the unconscious language so it's our mm. soul's language right yeah so when you come in um you experience what we refer to as the equilibrium bottles which are um a system of of 
of energetics. Yeah. They're actually in actual bottles. They're beautiful. Um, very beautiful. They just like look little glass jewels. Yeah. Um, and it's crystal, floral essences, herbs, um, all in these bottles. And so they're in equal dual fractions. Yeah. And what you do is you come in, we drop into a meditative state to connect with your highest form, and then you select four bottles. So just like someone may read Tarot or Oracle, I read color language. How amazing so, is that? Yeah, Seriously. it's really beautiful, and it surprises me all the time. And the, the what I've seen, because I haven't been there yet to do this, I'm, I'm definitely going to do this. Oh, please, yes. Um, I'm so excited. <laughs> I love it. But you have, like, literally a wall. Mm -hmm. of all of these bottles and there's just I mean so many different colors to look at and then after you get into that me meditative state the person is then asked to like go pick out mm -hmm. the ones that are feeling right to them or calling to them yeah. and then there's a message within that exactly that able... it's a wisdom that's sharing so yeah. it's not um it's more about this is what the soul is asking you to know. Oh, right. So yeah. we talk about soul aspects. We talk about um, gifts and manifestations and what the resistance might be in your experience. We look at the here and now energy and the energy that's coming towards you. So we really look at, you know, what's happening in the aura and in the system with the soul right now and yeah. how we can either, um, you know, align with or um, mm. self-actualize some of the things that are coming up. So we all need that. Yeah. I mean, it's a beautiful <laughs> reflection or um, hopefully an affirmation, but sometimes a way of looking at yourself just in a different way because you're hearing something that you may know deep seated. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and I think so, we all have stories that we tell ourselves that we um, adhere to and mm -hmm. that's not our soul. And so wow. having this type of reading can actually open us up to our higher self and what our soul wants, needs, and is yeah. that we may not be aware of. It's almost like giving you the awareness of this is you. This is yeah. beautiful you. And I love because people will sit in front of their four bottles and it's it's living frequency, right? So even just mm. sitting in front of it has an impact. And a lot of people will be like, I don't know why I'm bringing this up, but, and it's like, I do. It's these colors that are in front of you that are, you know, bringing things to the conscious mind that you need to either express to get out or express to lean into. I feel like this would be something good too. Like if you're feeling stuck, mm -hmm. like you just don't, maybe stagnant, don't know what to do next, don't know where to go. Um, need guidance, I feel like this would be the thing to do. Yeah, and the other really cool thing is you can actually journey with an equilibrium bottle. So what that means okay. is, say out of the four, you feel really compelled or drawn to one. Okay. Um, then you may take that bottle home and you actually emulsify the two fractions. So you're going to shake the bottle. Oh, okay. And then use it as a body oil. So much like so how we you... can use you it. You can actually use it. Yeah. yeah. So just like you may hold a crystal, yeah. right? Because it has a vibrational frequency that you yeah. are bringing in to the system think of orosoma as like a supplement to the frequency that your soul's asking you to hold oh so we use it in the morning and in the evening usually it's rooted also to an affirmation or a mantra um and that bottle is asking you to to hold that energy right so you usually journey with a bottle some people you know journey for two weeks some two years you know it takes whatever time it takes for you you can also bathe with the bottles which is really beautiful actually. i cannot freaking wait to do this and guys i'm gonna throw up a picture of what her wall of bottles looks like because it is it, it's just all inspiring and you will actually feel the energy coming from this um erica 
I am blown away by just what you do and what you <laughs> offer you. and just, you know, how specialized it is and how much training you have partaken in to get you to where you're at today. Seriously, I just, I think it's something special. I want, well, of course, everyone's tuning in to, to let's talk about human design now. <laughs> yes. We're, we're going to get into it, guys. So you offer human design readings and, you know, you said human design, it helps you to feel seen. It's like coming home to yourself. I want to touch on that for a second because when Erica gave me my reading, which I had been, um, I had some knowledge of human design. I knew my type, you know, Mm -hmm. those things, but it goes really freaking deep. And when she was giving me my reading, I felt so seen and like understood and that I was coming home to myself, I cried. And it was like, that was the first time that someone like got me, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Like you're explaining That's... to me what is in my human design and my type and my profile. And I was like, oh my God, yes. Oh my God, yes. Oh my God, yes. All of it, like so true, so spot on. And it was like, things were starting to make sense on why I am the way I am why I do the things I do, how I act or, or what have you, and what brings me joy and, and things of that nature. And this really goes so much deeper than just say it like an astrological reading, like a Zodiac or natal birth chart. It's, it's a bit deeper than that. And you do two types of readings. The first one is the essentials, mm-hmm. which is what I had. And that is kind of like the groundwork of human design. It's the basics. And honestly, it's what you need to start with. You don't need to go any deeper than that because it's a lot of information if you were to go like super deep into the chart. And then after you have that, you do the nine centers Mm -hmm. chart. And I am going to throw up a picture of what a human design chart looks like so you can actually get a grasp on like if you, you know, have have your numbers plugged in and then you get this chart, you're like, what does this even mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, what am I looking at here? Luckily, we have someone like you to do that for us. You have provided 1,000 readings since 2018. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yeah. So can you tell us, so I, I say that just because I want people to know you're dealing with the real deal here. <laughs> like she knows her stuff. Can you tell us what is human design? Can you, can you sum yeah. it up? Yeah. I think human design <laughs> is a reflection of the energy that you've brought into this lifetime. Mm. I think it is... First, I always have to acknowledge that it's a synthesis of different languages, right? It yeah. is a lens of astrology. It has um, the I Ching. We've got the Tree of Life. We've got Hindu Brahman Chakra System. We've got quantum physics all wrapped up into one lens. So like you were saying, it's dense, right? Yeah, Yeah. it's, it is um, a depth that even I as a practitioner have not approached the end of, right? And so this understanding of it's this way of looking at what we've brought in, so that we can see ourselves with more clarity. And it is a deep permission slip to be you. That's what, okay, yeah. that's what you just said right there. That's what I felt when I was having my reading from Erica here. I felt permission to actually be me. Yeah. I mean, it brings, makes me want to cry right now. Yeah. It's, it's because beautiful. so often we walk through life and we don't allow ourselves to be fully us because we feel like we have to adhere to society. Mm. 
in human design is the confirmation. It's okay to be yourself. And if you don't, you're not going to feel whole almost. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Well, thank just, you for I'm saying that. Having a moment. Yeah. I, and Erica, why I do you they... do this to me? <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like I had the same experience with human design, which is what made yeah. me even study it. Right? Right. Because I was like, oh, wow. I see myself in this and I see the parts that maybe I have judged about myself or, or packed so tightly because I felt maybe embarrassed or ashamed. And, and now I see the gold in them or what maybe I'm just, you know, this divine cosmic event, like we all are. And and that's enough. That it it is enough. Yeah. Yes. And it's really cool because we actually have the entire body graph chart in us. It's just what we look at on that chart is the most consistent energy. Okay. Now, because of the solar transits, mm-hmm. um, we get new flavors introduced all the all time. All the time, right? right. Um, so it is fun to also have that knowledge and know, you know, um, oh, wow, you know, my sacral is defined this week and I might operate more like you and oh, have this yeah. energy. Or like, you know, not literally this week. I'm just... Yeah, no, right, right. <laughs> but, um, but it is nice because you still experience the, ch- yeah. the full chart. But it's cool to see our strengths, right? It's really it great. And um, I think it brings affirmation to who we are and also helps us identify with the nine centers, which I know you have yet to do, yeah. um, where some of our conditioning lies, right? Mm, where I'm yeah. like, oh, I don't access this part of myself. And these might be some things to look at. <gasps> Because yeah, right? I still have to do the nine centers yeah. with Erica. So. so I love to break it up. I think what you said is important. so important. You know, it's this giant onion, and yep. we literally, um, if we were to take in all the information at once, honestly, it would probably fall really flat because yeah. it's dense. It's too much. It's too much, yeah. right? And so the whole point of human design is to experiment with the information. So it's like, can you play with this new information? See how it lives in your body, yeah. right? And then continue to unfold. And then also like how you interact with other people, like your kids, mm-hmm. your husband, yes. your wife, your spouse, your uh, co-workers, yes. so many, like other relatives. You've kind of touched on this a little bit, but how would you say knowing our human design and having a reading could support us? How is it helpful? How is it beneficial for someone that might yeah. be interested in having this done? Yeah, if I was um, distilling it into the most practical ways, I would say um, it can really support understanding how your energetic needs are, like what they actually are, um, and then how we actually make decisions, where our intuition lies. Okay. And so we can tune back in to those things rather effortlessly when we have the sort of like framework to support that, right? Yeah. If you know that... um, you know, for you, the gut is going to really support your decision making. Can you allow that process to play? Um, so I think decision making, um, actual energetics, so meaning like um, how this vessel moves <laughs> right yeah. through the world, right? And accepting yeah. some of its strengths um, and maybe where it needs some lo- some love, right? Some patience. Yeah. Um, I can totally relate to that. Like mm-hmm. all the things that you're saying. Yeah. Like when I got my personal reading from you, check, check, check. Like all of those things came into focus. They came mm-hmm. into my awareness. And it's now, I'm now able to operate every day in a different way that supports me, mm-hmm. which I wasn't doing yeah. necessarily beforehand. So let's get into 
the different types. Sure. So there are um, different, I'm just going to say categories for lack of a better word, but there are different categories in the essential human design chart or reading that Erica provides. And really the, the major thing that if you were to go look up your human design by putting in your birth date, time, location, okay. you are able to find what type you are mm -hmm. just online. But it goes so much deeper than that. But it's nice to know just your type. So what are the different types? And let's go into a little detail. Do you want to start at like the ones that there are more abundant and then the ones that are, I don't know, however sure, you want, yeah. however more That'll comfortable make for more you. Sense. So the generator, yes, is um, one of the more common energy types, um, but it doesn't mean that it's not lacking and it's yes. amazing. Right. That was my own. I, I don't... To be rare doesn't mean to be the best. Or, exactly. Yeah, nothing's good exactly. or bad exactly. in the framework of human design, um, which I do think like specifically in the sort of like Instagram education realm can really paint a picture that something's less than more yep. good or bad. Yeah. And that framework just doesn't exist in human design so there may be high and low expressions of something but um everything has a high and low expression yeah. right every single thing. everything um life. so the generators are really like our 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 lighthouses yes. they are um the bodies that have life force energy that continue to push the collective along right yeah and i think what's incredible about the generators is there are these master builders and they have this sort of patience to sort of um continue to build a skill that benefits us right yeah. that helps everyone else who actually encounters that right um without this sort of building <laughs> who's if no one's building right. then what do we have right right um but my biggest analogy <laughs> that i think um i love to think about generators specifically and even manifesting generators some this way too, is that, you know, you're here to embody your own truth in your own light. And it is through that embodiment mm -hmm. that we benefit. Yeah, so that's where like, the lighthouse comes in. It's like, if your light is on, yes. you're helping the boats move along, the collective move along. And if you are dimming your light or you do not have it on or access to it, then it's not impacting the collective, right? So how do you fill yourself up? How do you spark joy? How do you experience the light and the inner light for yourself. And right? that's what's important for generators is to fill their own cup, like to fill mm -hmm. their light. Because, correct me if I'm wrong here, generators tend to have like the largest energy uh, field mm -hmm. out of all the different types. So we correct. actually, me being a generator and anyone that identifies as a, you know, with a generator, we actually expand our energy fields out farther than any of the other types. But in order to be able to do that, we have to fill our light with what brings us joy. Mm -hmm. And what the other types do with the generators is they accept that light mm -hmm. that is being given off by the generators to help feed them. So it's like the generators are kind of feeding all the other types. I, yeah, I, I thought I that was it. beautiful. And I think just thinking about, you know, you're the great tone setters then, right? <laughs> like if you're... Oh, oh, what's the, okay, what would be the next type? So the next design? I would talk about is the manifesting generator. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it's this high hybrid of a manifester and a generator. But make no mistake, they are more a generator than a manifester. Okay. So they have sort of just the the... Uh, flavors right and these yeah. of course are large general overviews because yes you know course. we would be looking at individual charts yeah. but the mg manifesting generator we love to call it mg because it's a mouthful um the mgs are are like multi-hyphenated multi-passionate um kind of like their hands and all the things friends 
I have, um, actually, she was just on Amanda from Ray's Aura mm-hmm. Photography. Yeah, she's, she's a manifesting too. generator. She's got her hands in everything. Yes. And she loves, she's multi-passionate. She, yeah. she cannot hone in on just one thing, right? Because that would feel deeply uncomfortable for her. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really love an MG energy because it naturally feels really exciting. Like she it, does. She's excited. You can get it. If she could get me to do anything, right? <laughs> you know, because yes. The aura comes off as like really excitable to me okay. where I'm just like, yeah, okay. Yeah. They're also our greatest cheerleaders. Really. They're mm-hmm. so good at that. Like pep talk energy. They're, yeah. they're good at like kind of pulling us out of things. But what's interesting is they, they tend to move very non-linear, non-linearly, linear, non-linear, Lon- <laughs> sorry, non- they move non-linear, <laughs> they move non-linear in their <laughs> lives. And so, you know, there's a lot of sharp right turns or changes, mm-hmm. right? And I think it's hard because I think raising an MG kid, like I can imagine, um, you know, there needs to be deep permission to shift and change and quit, right? As an MG, yeah. right? Yeah. And they're really here to show us to that we can do things a different way. They're often skipping steps and they're just sort of moving in different directions. I so, love that. so they can show us new ways of building, right? Yeah. I love to think of them as like the Tinkerbells, right? They come in yeah. and Tinkerbell will love to like tinker with something. Now it's something else entirely. Yeah. So someone may have built something. Now the MG might tinker with it, right? And show us another way to either use it or get to oh, it um, or access it. And then next is manifestors, just straight. Actually, next would be projectors. Oh, next is projectors. Mm-hmm. So okay. projectors are about 20% of the population. Okay. Um, and a projector, we are, and so the first two are what we refer to as sacral beings, mm-hmm. and then we move into the non-sacral beings. So okay. we don't have the sacral defined. Um, I'm a projector. Um, projectors are, are seers, our analysts, yeah. our guides, um, really strong with systems operations, really great at seeing the macro and the micro. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why they refer to us as having like a really penetrating aura because we're here to know about the other. We're really the only energy type that's here to know the other. Um, oh, really? Mm-hmm, which is why it's like if I sit with someone and, you know, I don't really like small talk. I want to get deep. Yeah. <laughs> right right. yeah. I mean, anyone who knows me knows that's true. Yeah. Um, so we, you know, there's this gift with like one-on-one, but also being able to see people's strengths to be able to make the sort of connections that they need to make. I'm particularly gifted at seeing pattern. Right. Mm-hmm. And so being able to help people um, get to where they're going, A to B, right? Yeah. Uh, I think Karen Curry Parker does a really beautiful um, way. And she's moving into like quantum human design, which I think has even changed um, the the words even more. And she actually calls the projector an orchestrator. An the orchestrator. orchestrator. I like that. So again, being able to sort of like see the patterns, see the dynamics and, um, you know, orchestrate them into their best, most resourceful way. That makes more sense to yeah. me. I like that. Yeah. And, oh my God, you were doing that as a casting director. Yes, I know. I was like, there's so much that lives. I, if anybody, oh my gosh. and I originally I have a degree in stage management, which is all about like sort of organization structure. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I was a director of operations, like all of that sort of system stuff. Um, and even like, you know, thinking about a lot, there's a lot of projectors who are readers in human design, but it's like human design is a huge system yeah. or so much huge system yeah so it makes sense that i'm attracted to these sort of large these systems larger, that want to yeah. be like broken into dynamics smaller dynamics and then but... helping people along the way to understand yeah. it mm-hmm. so the projectors are just sort of um you know they're the guides the guides right? yeah that's how and i see it now. that manifests in many different ways you can be an incredible ceo who really cares about work culture yeah. you could be um you know an analyst 
Right. So it's not necessarily that projectors are necessarily spiritual practitioners. Right. I don't want it to sound like that. Any just of the because types. I am, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So what is the next type? The next would be the manifester. Right. And so the manifester is about eight to nine percent of the population. Okay. I, I did not know that. And I know a manifesting couple. Mm. So it's like, you know, they're I, I call them the power couple. And <laughs> but, but it's like, you know, it's a lot of energy. together and for them to both be manifestors and that only makes up eight to nine percent of the population and for them to find each other i just thought i think that's amazing yeah i would love to be a fly on the wall on like how their relational dynamic works too because (laughs) um they're fairly independent right they're um they're like the great um catalysts or the initiators or the creators i love to think about them as more of like the creative visionaries who just like go for it right they're both creative Um, visionaries for sure yeah and i love this energy because it can operate independently of the other energy types, mm-hmm. but usually they are starting something, not sustaining something. So usually oh. that's where we see, you know, either, you know, a generator or an energy coming in to sort of sustain what they're creating. Oh, um, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So we see again, how sort of like how, even though they're working really independently, they're still in need of the dynamics, right? So are they always wanting to create something? Like they're not going to be fulfilled or happy if they're not creating? I would say it's more, I would say this, they're happiest when they're actually allowed to be in um, creative flow Mm -hmm. or that they're allowed to trust their urges and move on them. So if they're in a really restrictive um, position, if they're not um, in control of their schedule... (laughs) Oh, yeah. <laughs> they may feel, um, you know, unhappy or a lot of, like, anger tension in their yeah. experiences. Oh, interesting. Because they want to have control of their experiences. They need people to sort of, like, you know, move out of the way so they can be in their own creative genius. And creative genius can mean many different things, not just art, right? Um, right. But being able to be in action when they want to be based on their urges. Okay. And then what's the next one? And then the last would be the reflector. So this is about 1% of the population. And um, for me, it's not an integrity to read reflectors because they're such a a unique type. You really have to be more um, in the advanced chart reading in regards to um the gates and the I Ching and I think that if you are not really strong or adept at that part of the chart that you are uh, it's a total disservice to a reflector okay so the reflector is really the barometer um of the environment of a community so they're going to really understand the health and needs of the community by its willingness to take in those energetics. There's no definition in their chart outside of gates, which is why it's oh, so okay. important to okay. be um, an, an expert specifically in gates. And I would even say like astrological points as well. Okay. Um, so those parts of how you look at the lens, because you can look at the chart through many different lenses, right? Yeah. Um, would be important. So if a reflector shows up for me, um, which is, has only happened once. Yeah, because <laughs> they're, they're rare. So rare right? Um, I have, um, sent them to another reflector and yeah. I think that that's really I like important. That. Yeah. I, I like mean, that you do that. Yeah. Is there any like special attributes of a reflector? Are they reflecting things in us? Yeah. They're the great mirror. Yeah. Right? So like whatever we see in them is actually a reflection of us. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really like, 
they're also we're all solar beings and they are a lunar being and what's oh, really interesting yeah they actually their authority is waiting a lunar cycle so there's um you oh. know great patience great mm-hmm. wisdom um in these beings and um i think that it would be i would hold them to such regard about what they're um if we had a reflector in the group say we're at a board dynamic like a boardroom yeah. i would definitely want to be like what do you think? Like, yeah. gonna, yeah. I feel like they're going to see something that like none of us are seeing or <laughs> none of us are picking up or um, to help us like um, kind of move the group forward. Right. Okay. Um, but I, I find um, I do have a client who has a reflector daughter and I'm always just like, that's incredible. And I hope that they are able to gift our reflectors with these deeper knowings and understandings. And I think that's really like kind of important that you touched on that. Knowing like your child's human design is going to be so helpful in how to help raise them and, and yeah. you know, understand why they are the way they are and how to support them yes. you know, as they're growing up. So it's something to actually think about guys is, you know, having your relatives or just, you know, someone special in your life that you want a deeper connection to mm-hmm. and want to support us to each of you have your human design and then, you yeah. know, kind of go from there. And you can really, I really recommend, um, I'm a parent of two and yeah. um, I also have a, a partner, a husband, and I think it's so important to understand relationally and you really only need to know the essentials yeah. and then um, you would need to know your nine centers. Um, when I do keynotes for children, like so it's a, say a mom comes and she's had her experience of her nine centers, has um, a sense of who she is in this way. Yes. Um looking at the child's chart we understand the differentiation right and what um from her point of view or their point of view um can help support the child in their own learnings of self so i work with my children and since i have a um a sacral generator (laughs) like you and i mean obviously there's differences as you go further into the chart and then um my daughter is an emotional projector also like like you Mm -hmm. okay And so it's interesting to be able to say, like, I know um, for Hatch, he has to um, really expend his energy by the end of the day. Like you, it's like you got to drain that battery, right? Yeah. Um, So I am not winding him down before bed. I am amplifying him. So we're running around like crazy. We're doing some jumping jacks. We're like getting him into like, make sure he has expressed everything. This is incredible because this is exactly why I was like, I feel seen because you explained that to me being a sacral generator, I have to expend my energy. If I don't expend my energy, I'm probably not going to sleep well. Yeah. Um, you know, other th- physical things can happen. Like generators are meant to use up the, all the energy that they have during their day, which kind of makes sense. Like if I look back and, and maybe a lot of generators can relate to this is I've worked and worked and worked and worked and worked. Like I had to be always doing something, right? Do, do, <laughs> yeah, do. That is you, the great conundrum with the right. generator. So um, I love that you touched on that. I want to talk about um, the authorities. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when you have your essentials done, she's going to give you your type and then you're going to go into the authorities. Mine is sacral. Mm-hmm. What is an authority? Yeah. So in human design, again, why words are attached to certain things is always really interesting to me, but um Authority is the way in which the soul speaks through the body to help you make aligned decisions. So to me, it is where the intuition lies within the system. Okay. 
So, so my um, intuition essentially would lie in my sacral mm-hmm. chakra area. And for the sacral, now it's interesting because in the lens of human design, we're a nine center being and Hindu Brahman chakra system is a seven center mm-hmm. being. So we're looking at this slightly different, but, um, okay. so really yours is the gut instinct, right? Mm, that we really have to yeah. trust our, um, guttural expression and even the kinesthetic offerings that our body gives us. Mm-hmm. So we're often seen in a sacral authority, someone who like you, you know, is like, mm-hmm, 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 right? The guttural I do sound. It all the freaking time. <laughs> yeah. But that's very me, natural. Me being right? in my sacral, right? Uh-huh, like exactly. that's me embodying my human design. Mm-hmm. So if there was someone with a sacral authority that was not doing that, there might yeah. be something off. I would look for two things mostly um as an adult um you can see it really clearly with children before they're like hyper conditioned often yeah, yeah. um but with adults i would be looking to see if they're using any sort of nodding behavior or if they're allowing guttural expression to come out because they're more in um, their body like yeah. they express with their body they want to be in the body is that yeah correct they definitely if any i love to think about the generator wanting to have the most human experience of all the energy types it's like this soul came to have a human experience i, I truly, dive into the five senses really experiencing that it's so freaking funny that you say that because i feel like i'm an alien <laughs> and i i struggle with sometimes having a human experience like mm-hmm. being in the body and earth rooted all Mm -hmm. the time but i feel like my soul chose to do that because it's absolutely what i need yeah and and this and honestly this helped me to realize that that's why i feel the way i feel yeah so what are the other authorities that might be delved into when they get a reading yeah, absolutely. So we have the emotional authority. Um, I'm going to just kind of nutshell some of these. Yeah. Just oh, <laughs> nutshell it. Yeah, yeah. That's, um, that's which totally is going to be more that um, there's no truth in the now that we have to wait till an emotional wave has processed, right? Mm. To find neutrality because in neutrality is our clarity. Um, so for me, I easily can be like... Um, hockey stick right up into FOMO and want to say yes to everything, right? <laughs> like, it would be really easy to want to say yes to everything. Yeah. But if I give myself some patience, even just sleep on something, sometimes I realize that, you know, it's not um, the right time for me, right? Yeah. So I love to think of emotional authority as almost like keeping me in divine timing, <laughs> divine yeah. order. And I'm an emotional projector, so. It's so good to know mm-hmm. this about yourself. And so when they get this um, essential mm-hmm. reading part of the authorities is going to be included in that. Absolutely. So yeah. then we have like our splenic authority. <laughs> this me. is, you know, kind of the oldest, quietest um, authority. What was it called again? I'm sorry. Splenic. So from splenic. the spleen. Oh, okay. So the splenic is instinct. It's Ooh. intuition through instinct, right? And um, think about fight or flight response, right? That's an instinct mm-hmm. that comes on. So um, that's more where we're looking for that um, expression. Mm-hmm. Um it's also anyone who's splenic tends to have um, almost like this feeling of procrastination, like because they really want um, their answers really close to the action. Continue um, on with the authorities. Yeah, I'm thinking. So we have um, self-projected. So that's going to be literally like speaking our truth. Um, we hear our intuition in our ability to voice. 
Um, yeah, so mental projectors um, often are like soundboarding, which we might, um, sometimes it's called environmental is the authority, um, but often it's reserved to, to mental projectors. Um, so they're going to soundboard. So it's important that they have really trusted listeners, not people who are going to farm out their opinions, but have the patience to sort of allow them to um, verbalize and they'll hear based on those expressions um, their truth. Um, we have ego, uh, projected and ego that. manifested. There's, yeah, there's there so, many. so many. Yeah. That's oh what gosh. I was like, there's a lot. <laughs> so, and so yeah. they can find that out during the reading. Yes. And that's, you do find that out in the essentials. And I think it's yes. really important to be able to play. I think strategy and authority are some of the most important parts to too. begin to experiment with. Yeah. When you told me my strategy and my mm-hmm. authority, like I was like, oh my God, this, yeah. everything's making sense now. Mm-hmm. And it was a great ground work for me to like move forward in my life and like you know how to operate how to play yeah how to play (laughs) yes I want to talk just very briefly on what a profile is because yeah yeah, profile is part of the essentials readings as well Mm -hmm. and it will be numbers and so my profile is a three five Mm -hmm. now you don't have to go into a lot of detail about that but what does that mean what does that even mean what is the profile of somebody so the profile is um, I really see it as archetypal energy. So okay. it's going to help us okay. understand, you know, how are we presenting on this stage of life, right? Mm-hmm. How people might perceive those energetics. So there are these little numbers that are actually the lines of the hexagram for the I Ching. Mm-hmm. So it comes through our gates. Um, so in our chart, it's going to, when you look at the conscious and unconscious, there's going to be um, a sun. And there's going to be the sun gate and a point and a number. Okay. So we're looking at those um, numbers to create the profile line. Okay. And, you know, for instance, a line one is going to be, and I'm going to use more language that that works for, I think, the more everyday. Please. Please. Um, is, yeah. is like our researchers, right? They're the people who love to dive into things and knowledge is peace for them. Um, the, What's a three five? A three. Because you're a three five. I'm two, a three right? five too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, a three, five is really the energy of, um, someone who's willing to make mistakes, to learn through trial and error, someone who's willing to know so that then you can pass on the wisdom. Mm -hmm. So the three is someone who, um, loves to play in the the (laughs) aspect of like, we're fearless in our mistakes. There are no mistakes. We don't make mistakes. We learn from them. We learn from the the experience. So you love the threes because they've had these experiences that then they can say like, hey, you don't have to do that. (laughs) I did that for you. And then it's like we present, (laughs) this is what you can do. The findings, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I love, it's the scientist, right? It's someone who's like, I've already put in all this work (laughs) trying this shit out. (laughs) So you don't have to. And this is what I'm saying. Like when she's giving this, this Mm -hmm. is how she gives a reading. Okay. She's Mm going to tell you all these things. And when she presented this to me, being a 3-5, I was like, oh my God, that's what I'm doing right now. Mm-hmm. Like, and it literally made me cry because it was yeah. almost like affirmation, confirmation that like what I'm doing is correct. Mm-hmm. Like I'm fulfilling that part of my human design. Yeah. I've done the things or I'm learning the things and here, let me share it with you. Yeah. To, to and everyone. you don't have to fulfill your design, you are okay. your design, yes. right? Thank you. So it's coming home to the sense of this is what is within me. Yeah. Like that line five is a mentor. And if someone wasn't oh able to gosh. say, like, so we're the scientist mentor? Be, 
Yeah. Those are the words that I use. Oh, yeah. Um, so it's like if if I wasn't allowing myself to see um, the viewpoint of me as a teacher or a mentor or someone yeah. who has wisdom to share, that might be a reason I've cut something off, right? Um, so the willingness to see myself as like, I have certain experiences, the three, that allow me to mentor, mm. right? Or that um, I have a knowing because I've experienced it. That's wisdom, not knowledge. Yes, right. right. Um, That's so, beautiful. Yeah. So knowing the profile is, I think, essential to yeah. knowing yourself. I do too. It gives yeah. you a lovely like uh, reflection mm-hmm. of something that you can consider, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And the, again, this is something that you offer in the essentials readings. And I know that you you, you talked a little bit about my gate, which. It was just, I want to bring this up because it was a major um, pivotal moment in my reading with you. And it was something about gate 13, the conscious son. And it was, I'm here to listen and then express the story. Mm -hmm. And again, it was confirmation and affirmation for me. Like, I'm literally doing that through my podcast right now. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like and what? Oh my God. There it's... are some, like, it's, it's amazing. Cause most of the time I only look at the sun for me. Yes. Um, and I'm looking at it in a way. So I understand who on a deeper level of who this person is in their home energy. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And then I was just so stunned that I was like, hmm. <laughs> like there you are like, yeah. you doing you. Right. right? And it was that just, was fun. It, it was mind blowing. And I just want you all to be very, I'm sure you are, but open to Erica and the magic that she can (laughs) provide you. you. Yeah, seriously, with the readings, because it was life-changing for me. I had always loved human design, but I didn't know how to get in depth into it because it just didn't make sense to me just trying to do it all online. So I needed you to help expand me on my human design journey, and you were such a a comfortable and like you made it easy to understand. Yeah. And what I loved about your reading too, is that while we're doing this virtually, you know, just via zoom, it, which obviously anyone around the world can have a reading with Erica, you sent all of this information afterwards too. So it's not like I had to take notes. I didn't have to write everything down. I was provided with that information too. So I could just go back at my leisure and look at everything. Yeah. I just, I think the way that, you provide your service and your healing in this way is beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. yeah the thing I like you. to resource people up, you know? You do, girl. Is that the projector in you? Yeah, I yep. think so. That's the projector in you. So real fast, I just want to touch on crystals because I know that you like crystals. Uh, obviously, we are a crystal-based community mm-hmm. here. Um, how do you use crystals just in your everyday life? It, it doesn't have to be like just in your practice, but mm-hmm. maybe just in your everyday Erica life. Yes. I, I'd love to get a grasp on this. Let's see. Well, I do use an Orosoma bottle every day. So yes. obviously there's a spigeric tincture in there. So we have crystal yeah. energy in there. Yeah. Um, I'm working with a bottle that's an I am bottle that has, um, let's see, there's, oh man, there's a lot. So it's infused with the crystal energy. I yes. Love that. So, um, like so there's that, right? The infusions. Um, yes. I use selenite over every door Everything, frame. Everything, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Selenite is probably my, that's my go-to. But yeah. even just as simple as, you know, I have a son who's three and astral projects. And when he's having mm. a difficult um, experience mm-hmm. at night, like he will, I'll put <laughs> sometimes selenite in his hands, which will help him release yeah. and sleep. 
Um, That's and, wonderful. What a yeah. great tip. I have um, a lot, you know, I'm a, as a color light therapist, you have these little energy vials, um, yeah. and I often put them in a selenite bowl to as part of the cleansing process okay. too. But I love shungite. I have shungite all over my house. I love. I mean, shungite. that's that is essential to me yeah. and my household. That EMF protection, yes. that grounding, yes, yes, the energy clearing that you can get from it. You know, the... super important to me. Yes, um, I'm working a lot with halite right now. Are you? I yeah. Love also known as white buffalo by the Native Americans. Mm-hmm. Halite is one of my go-tos for, um, just for me personally, I love it for anxiety and um, just calming down. Yeah. Just getting calm. So I'm in this place of uh, studying again. I go through these realms of, um, or waves rather, of like when in study and when in not. And when I'm in study, I like to lean on the halite to be like, I everything is... <laughs> Everything is okay. So you literally incorporate into everything you do. I do, yeah. From work, from home. Um, My kids have their own crystals. They have their own Orisoma bottles. I love this. Thank you for sharing how you like to use crystals. I like to ask that just because people that are just getting into crystals and they're like, I kind of want to learn some more different ways to use them. I always find it interesting to see how everyone else does it too. I mean, I grew up with, um, my mom would have uh, crystals in our water jugs. Yes. Like like that's, Mm -hmm. I mean, I grew up with, that's what you do. (laughs) You charge your water. (laughs) Yeah. You need to have Diane on here. (laughs) Diane. I'm Dana. I want you to come on this podcast and let's talk some things. I'm serious. I'm not even joking. She's amazing. (laughs) So as we're winding down here, Erica, I always have just some like quick fire questions mm-hmm. I do at the end. They're just really fun so we can get to know you a little okay. better. What is your sign? So we know your human design, mm-hmm. but what is your astrological zodiac sign? Mm-hmm. And if you know your big three, you can share those yes, too. Yes, I'm a Pisces sun. You're just like my mama. Mm-hmm. I'm a Taurus moon and a Cancer rising. Oh, girl. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, Tor- oh, my gosh. We have like the Taurus. So like mine's a rising. Yours is a moon. Mm-hmm. How are you a Taurus moon? You know, I actually, it's funny. I feel like the Taurus is actually the thing that grounds me, even though I wouldn't yeah. say, I mean, it's also in my ninth house, which, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think when I look at my big three, I see a lot of my um, desire to be in community and my yeah. desire to sort of have deep feeling yeah. and expression. Um, so that's how I sort of always see the big three. I, now it's interesting. I feel like, you know, they always talk about how, like, you identify more as your cancer rising, like, as, you know, you age or through maturation. Right. Um, and I feel like I'm just now sort of accepting more of that in me. Um, and I'm you, not, a, yeah. But you're all, what is it, um, uh, in human design, emotional, um, what's... Emotional projector. Yeah. So wouldn't that make sense mm-hmm. with your cancer rising, too? Yeah. Very, very emotional. So. Mm-hmm. Oh my and God, just being tapped into the sort of, yeah, because it's all in there, yeah. right? And my cancer's in 11. Um, okay. So where you see a lot of, yeah, it's just really interesting to... <laughs> You are so, like, diverse, Mm -hmm. like, in your chart there, just with your big three. Yeah. With the Pisces sun, too. Mm -hmm. I love a Pisces sun, honey. (laughs) Girl, yes. We'll get you daydreaming all day. Yes, you will. (laughs) We'll take you off the rails. Yes. (laughs) Which I need. Mm -hmm. I love that. Um, What's your favorite color? Green. 
It's my favorite color, too. Is it really? I love Oh, I green. feel like it's so rare to find a, a, a uh, gal who likes green. Me, too. I yeah. agree. I, I hardly ever find someone that loves green as much as I do. Yeah, is there any green. reason why you're just attracted to it? or? Oh, uh, I think I just always was a tree person. And, oh, like, yeah. like, I don't know. There's just the, an evergreen or, yeah. like, oh, give me a pine. Come on. Like, that's... And yeah. heart chakra. Yeah. I Your mean, big, big no... heart energy baby. Yeah. Don't you all just want to hug her right now? How freaking cute is she? I mean, seriously. You. you have, like, the warmest, like, energy. Oh, thanks. Like, I feel like I could just sit here and talk to you all day and be Thank comfortable. You. And it would just be, like, a beautiful experience. It, it's always a beautiful experience when I get to talk to you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, you don't have to share this if you don't want to. Some people like to keep it sacred. Um, but do you have a power animal, spirit mm. animal, or maybe totem animals that works with you? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, while I haven't gone through shamanic practices to okay. accept my own, what yes. I do do by, it was naturally provided to me yeah um when i step into body work i am always stepping into a bear so i work with a bear and an eagle Mm -hmm. oh my gosh so those are what i step into which i had no idea that that's a a practice it's just something i've always organically done um so i would say the bear is really close to me um and i have to ask this what is your favorite crystal Mm. I know it's a hard, a hard question, especially yeah. if you're a crystal lover and you utilize them. But do you have one that just really speaks to you or calls to you? You know, I would have to say the smoky quartz. Ooh, I see you smoky quartz all and day, I, and baby. I, yeah, yeah, I just, I don't know why, but it's the one that will always catch my attention or my yeah. eye. Yeah. I have it in my bathroom, like where I shower mm-hmm. so I can look at it. I don't know. Smoky quartz will get me. Yeah. Just spend a lot of money on her. I know. <laughs> Aesthetically, it, it's, yeah. you know, it'll get you every time, but also the energy as yeah, well. Just being very protective and then that being amplified by the cords. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I, I, I just totally see that in you. Yeah. And great for your profession, too, when you're working with energetics and yeah. things as well. It's great mm-hmm. to have that. Lots around the room. <laughs> yes. So I have no doubt everyone is going to want to know, oh, my God, how do I schedule <laughs> a reading with Erica? So what are the best ways people can find you, Erica? And we'll have all that in the show notes, but yeah, go ahead and let us know. The best here. way is going to be through um, the website, which is guidedplace.com. And if you're virtual or local to the Kentucky area, the options are there. So you, yeah. I have an office in New Albany, Indiana. I have an office in Norton Commons, Prospect, yes. Kentucky. And then, of course, I have a virtual space. Um, yeah. And then the Instagram is guidedplace. Yeah. So I'm there as well. And I, I have to say that on her Instagram, um, I love that you do the Soma readings, like, you know, mm-hmm. weekly or, yes. um, and I was like, oh my God, these are spot on. Isn't it wild? It is so wild. So guys, yeah. check her out on Instagram as well. And I just want to thank you for, I'm, I'm, there's like a million things I want to list here, but I'm going to keep it brief. <laughs> I want to thank you for being beautiful, you. Mm, I want to thank you for offering what you offer to the masses and helping us to open our eyes and expand on our spiritual journeys and just our souls, like to learn more about ourselves. I think it's a beautiful thing that you're able to offer that. And thank you for coming here and just providing your, um, I don't want to say education, but just your insights and 
your expertise on these areas and just providing your energy mm. for us today and holding this space with us. Thanks. Thanks yeah. for having me. It's yeah, been a pleasure. Of course. I love you so much. And um, I'm definitely going to come get the Orasoma reading. And then um, I'm probably um, going to want to have you back on. <laughs> and and you got to dive that. into those nine sitters. I cannot wait. Yes. <laughs> I, I need to do the, I need to do the nine sinners too. So um, mm-hmm. Doug, mom, I know you're listening, um, watching this. So if you ever want to know what to get me, you can get me a reading with her. Uh, <laughs> no, but I feel like if this is going to expand further if you're open to it, because I definitely yeah. want to have you back on to talk on the Aura Soma a little bit more in Absolutely. detail. I love it. So until next time, guys, thank you as always for joining us here on the Crystalline <laughs> Network presented by Our Mother's Crystals. If you love this episode, go ahead and rate and review us on Spotify um, and also Apple podcast, leave us a review as well. That helps us to get seen and helps us to keep bringing on more incredible guests like Erica. Also, you can leave us a comment. If you have any questions on our YouTube, go ahead and like that as well. Share it with a friend you think might be into human design and learning more about that. And go ahead and turn on those notifications so you don't miss out on any more incredible material we are going to have forthcoming. I love you all so much. And I'm always going to leave you with this, baby. You are the power and you are the magic. Now go work that magic out in your everyday beautiful life. I love you, beautiful selves. Bye. Also, Crystal Film. Crystalline Network listeners and viewers and OMC family members, Erica is lovingly giving us a discount code just to this family for her essential human design reading. You are going to get 10% off, guys, and you are going to use the code DANA222. Again, that's DANA222, and we will have that information in the show notes so you guys can just copy it and then go paste it over on her website and get 10% off your essential human design, guys. How sweet of her to do that. So enjoy that discount code for our family members only. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Crystalline Network. We hope you learned something today. Please like and subscribe to our channel if you haven't already and follow us on socials like Instagram and Facebook and reach out with any comments or suggestions you have for future shows. Don't forget to head on over to our shop at OurMother'sCrystals.com for all the unique and quality products you want.